Welcome to another episode of Talk Nerdy to Me. I'm Jay. I'm Gaz. Uh, with me, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> you know what? Okay, I'll always no. let you. That we've was only, me. We've only been no. doing it for five years. You know what? <laughs> it's because I've had Bibby on for the past couple, so I've been used to going with me today. Is Bibby? I've completely yeah. What well, that I Star think... Wars correspondent? He can't mess with <laughs> our rhythm. <laughs> Bloody hell! Yeah, your Gaz. I am. There you <laughs> this go. Is, this is the worst start we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. And no, we'll keep it in. Fuck it. Um, warts uh, and all. Warts and all. You get to see us. Uh, this is um, our One Division spoiler podcast. So we're going to talk about One Division in full spoiler detail. Um, before we do that, just a quick reminder go on the website, talknerdy.uk. Look at our socials at TalkNerdyUK. Uh, email us, TalkNerdyUK at gmail.com to talk to us, ask us stuff. Um, and other than that, we're just going to get more or less into this because there's a lot to cover. So you began like you began then by saying before we'd even record and I stopped you, I'm gonna have to help you here. So go on. What Well I feel like uh this is a series. Now I'll get it out of the way. I did enjoy it. It is a series, well done. Yes. I did enjoy it, but I feel like this is one where if you read comics and like were proper like you know my memory is bad, so I'm I struggle with a lot of characters anyway, even to the point of before we got to One Division, I thought One Division was going to be about Wakanda because I got confused. Yeah, Wakanda so Vision. Imagine my confusion through most of this series, trying to guess if this is someone I know or someone that's come out of the comics that I haven't met yet, or it's someone that's been in a film before that I should know. It was right. very confusing. So a lot of the time I would enjoy the episode and go, hmm, yeah, that, that's all right. And I enjoyed the f- feature of watching it. But then I had to study for half an hour afterwards <laughs> because I had Do no homework. clue what was going on. It's interesting you say that because I have always wondered what it's like for when I hear some people in my circle, so I know, know aren't into this stuff as much as me and you. You are into it more than, I would say, the average normie. And mm. wonder how they deal with this sort of thing. Like, I, 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 I've been sat in the cinema to see, like, Infinity War, 
And I feel like a girl or boy two two rows back at the end went, did I have to watch the other films to get that? I've not seen mm. every Aven- every Avengers. I'm thinking, what the fuck? How are you doing this? That would bother the shit out of me. Yeah. So y- you, this shouldn't affect because I've made you watch everything. So <laughs> yeah, and you- I have, but like obviously, I it's like I recognised. And this is the thing. This is why I had to keep going away and researching, like, who was who. Because, like, say when the girl... I can't remember her name in it now, if I'm being honest. The girl who was in four turns up at the, like, yes. camp. I was like, I recognise her, but I don't know why I recognise Right, her. okay. It had been a little while. Yeah, so you. obviously ones like that, I was like, right, okay. But then there's other characters that are in it that I was instantly, like... Should I know that? Am I supposed to know that at this point? I don't know. Right. Okay. So it, well, it, it was it was very confusing, but enjoying watch most weeks. Well, what um, what's your like initial? And we will we're going to talk about spoilers from this point on. I'm just going to say in case for some reason people are still uh, hanging on and haven't watched the show. Um, yeah. What's your kind of like first first impressions of where you're gonna go before discussing it? Where, yeah, what, what does you feel? I'll be honest. It took a few episodes for me to get going on this. I nearly gave up. Um, oh wow! Because, and I like old like sitcoms and stuff, but when it was the first two episodes, I don't think there was enough going on at all for me to be like I want to come back to this now I did end up going back because I just had the sense that oh it's going to get a bit more into it and I liked the concept of it I do do understand why it was shot like it was but I feel like it needed more in the the first say two or three episodes maybe to like really pull in like what was going on like I'd, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm. I genuinely felt like, is this going to be like every week? It's just going to be just a sitcom. Like, I, it didn't have enough like Marvel in it for me, and that that was. Uh, I, I honestly, I don't think if I would have been doing this podcast, I think I might have given up after the first two episodes, which is a shame oh. because once you get past it, uh, um, I can't remember when it was when it turned. I, like, I feel like there was a moment when suddenly stuff was happening and maybe it was when like the outside world was a bit more into it or something but I yeah, think in the first get two episodes that. there was only like the helicopter in the bushes was a little tease and I was like right okay well something's obviously going on but there was th- that was it and I thought no, I, know. I, d- I don't know like obviously the cheesy 60s 50s whatever it was sitcoms it was like bewitched wasn't it uh, the Dick Van Dyke show, and that obviously that in the end is explained of why those shows in particular. But it was a, I, I thought it, it was a campy. It was sort of enjoyable, but at the same time, I was like, "What is going on? Like, am I supposed to just watch every every week? Is this all it's going to be? Is it just going to be them in a sitcom?" I was really confused. Yeah. I I didn't I didn't enjoy it that much at that point. I'd say. I would say it was the sort of thing that I would have watched, but never watched again. And then when it grows into the series, and suddenly, obviously, 
all of these layers start coming off it and different parts of the story are explained, I really did start enjoying it. I was still confused, but I was enjoying a lot more of what was on my TV box. It, it's, it's the same with me. I feel like it shouldn't have been released weekly. It was definitely something that should have been all in one binge, especially mm. with those first two episodes. I'm, I'm, I'm in complete agreement with you, but we'll go, we'll go chapter by chapter yeah. as I've marked them down uh, through it. But yeah, overall, I feel like this there's a lot of experimentation, played with a lot of new ideas, but just didn't hit the landing for me <coughs> um, yeah. at the very end. And we can go into that in in multiple ways. So we start off with um, the first two were called Film Before Live Studio Audience and Don't Touch That Dial. And they were the black and white ones. Yeah. And you're right. It's it's just straight up campy, old school, like you said, Dick Van Dyke show, Bewitched, um, which I used to watch Bewitched in, in my nan's house. Yeah, I, I, you know, it was one of those things that was always on, I'd seen before. So I did get like the idea of it. And it was actually one of those sort of, oh, right, okay, well, I, it, was, it was weird. I enjoyed them. But I didn't like. I was like, "Is this it? Is it? Is this the show? Is is? is have I been like roped into like just watching Vision and Wonder do Bewitched or something <laughs> else each week? Because nothing seemed to happen. And even no. the fact it was in black and white, I was like, eh? Is this because it was two episodes like that? It wasn't like they did one episode like that to sort of tickle your balls. The fact that two episodes did it, I was like, oh shit, this is the fucking show. I mean, it was it. It was those first two were dead weird, and yeah. this is something what I've wrote down where I've put maybe on a rewatch that'll mean more. Maybe but I swear I, I, but I, I can I, understand the the point in that because obviously when it starts getting explained much later on, and he, she's obviously watching it um, in sort of that research lab and stuff like that, and there's moments you you pick and you go, oh, they must have done that in that episode. Do you get what I mean? Like the bit mm. where, like, is it like a nut or something? There's something with a nut. I seem to remember. Um, was that in, or did they do a version of that? And that's what she's like remembering those moments. Mm. But I, 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 honestly, I, I thought the two black and white episodes. I think they could have either, well, like you say, they should have either released them all in one, so you just flowed through it and got to now in color. Yeah. Or they should have, like, I I think they could have quickened the whole process, maybe, and, like, merged episodes one and two together and then potentially come into three with another ep- in the same episode. I just feel like the first two, I felt like not a lot happened. And then it might have been the third when it went into colour. Suddenly there was, like, this, oh, here we go. But... I think I think this this show and I think this is a really good example of it early on was overthinking and too clever for its own good because what it's set up with all this mystery and the black and white and the very slow pacing at the beginning because it was it was slow mm-hmm. um was we've this is a great mystery and you're going to love the answer I didn't like the answer I think mm. the the answer was really burr basic I mean, I'm skipping ahead here, but that's what you do in these reviews. Um, 
the the answer in the end is just Agatha is another witch wants to steal her power. That's it. Mm. I was so disappointed that was in episode eight when that's revealed. My that's when every fan fan theory that I'd heard people spouting just dropped for me. I knew instantly that that nothing like anything wanted was going to happen mm. because that was so boring like it was in my head i was thinking what's the point of the kids what's the point of this what's the point of that you you didn't need all this to just say it's like agatha wanders in wanders in um to wander having a breakdown by chance or is in the area or has been following wonder because she says she's interested in magic and then catches her doing this and it's like this is a perfect time to exploit wonder mm. but that's but Everything before that is set up like, is it a mystery? Is she actually in some kind of Big Brother facility? Is she in charge? Is she not in charge? Mm. Who's in charge? And that's all great and builds for some great storytelling and for some great mystery. But I just, at the end, to just go, oh, it's just this witch wants to be stronger. Mm. I know what you mean. I was a bit like, I didn't expect it to sort of go like that. I mean, obviously they tickled... Even the the sort of multiverse aspect to it with sort oh, of uh, Pietro. That's Pietro, that's a chapter in itself called. here. But that, um, we could but do a whole pod on that. Obviously, again, it was like one of them where like I recognised him and went, "Oh, I've seen him before," and I, I sort of knew he was. <laughs> I, I knew he was. Um, uh, what's it, Pietro? In yeah, but like. I was sort of like, well, what, what the, what's the big deal? And it was only when I researched, I was like, oh, he's, he's the Pietro from the X-Men. So, right, okay. And I, then I started getting excited because I was like, oh, oh, here we go, right? We're going to be getting multiverse stuff. And this is me as a noob saying that. Yeah. And then it just gets thrown out at the end. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's get this out in the now. Let's talk about the the, and I'm sure it's going to become an actual term in society. Uh, the Ralph Boner. Um, <laughs> it's it's just awful. It, it it was it's too again another example of being too clever for their own good. Mm. There was no. It, it just teased the multiverse like the minge teasing bastards they are, um, which they did in uh, Spider Man Far From Home, and no one. I mean, people like that film, but if everyone walked away from that going, oh, it was so annoying the way they, they made out they were going to do the multiverse and then didn't. This was that times 10. Um, I get that it fit the tone of the show. So along throughout all these episodes, you're kind of in this hex with Wanda. So the first two, Wanda doesn't know what's going on, neither do you. By the time you're on the next two you get the impression that Wanda does know something is going on and that gives more mystery to you. Like, right, so there's stuff that we don't even know that Wanda does know. Mm. And then by um, five and six, when he comes in, then you begin to go more along the side of what the fuck is going on? Because Wanda is going, what is going on actually? What do I know? And I get it was set there to maybe act as a, a real connection, so we're genuinely as confused as Wanda. Mm. But it was too it was too clever. There's people who will want that character to exist. Uh, when you get the guy who is the favourite of the Quicks- people who've ever played Quicksil- Quicksilver and put him as playing Quicksilver, 
and then last minute go, ah, I know what, you know, he's called Ralph Boner. <laughs> that will that will piss people off. Iron Man 3 is a great example of this when they got, uh, what's his name in to play the Mandarin? Um, oh, yeah, Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley to play the Mandarin. You'll never see me coming. And we didn't see it coming. They they pulled the rug out and they had to do a, a Marvel one-shot to make up for it and make out the Mandarin still does actually exist. He isn't an actor. He isn't an idea. There is a Mandarin villain in the Marvel Universe. We're sorry, we're sorry. Because it was a beloved villain that yeah. the comic comic fans liked. And this is another point. You, but you've done it on a much more... A much more mainstream level. You haven't got a character from the comics and mangled them in, in your conception of it. You've took a person, an actor that everyone knows specifically for playing a role, put him in a position that you make to make everyone think he's going to be playing this role, and then just pulled the rug out and called him Ralph Boner. Yeah, what I didn't get, right, was he doesn't have powers then. So was she just giving him them powers? All yeah, the, I've all already had through? this conversation. Because, like, he was he was basically, he was doing everything that Quicksilver would do. Like, yeah, okay, she's got that, like, thing around his neck, apparently, which is, like, you know, making the magic happen. But it felt very, very <laughs> cheap to say that she was just doing all that and he was being exactly like Quicksilver. Is is this is this how uh, he appears on Cribs? He shows them his necklace and goes, "Yeah, this is where the magic happens." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. As far as I can tell, the the necklace was both like changing his mind and um, like making how him does she super know speed. Agatha Harkness, right? How does she know how Quicksilver would 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 be? But she didn't. That's why he acted different, didn't have an accent or anything. She just right. knew kind of what he looked like and what sense. he could do. And he got some stuff wrong. Like, he, he says something in that Halloween episode, like, um, why did I get... He says something like, and I end up getting shot by a load of uh, people. How did that even happen? Mm. And it's like, well, you actually... Pietro saved, sacrificed himself, so you would know how that happened. Right. I suppose that um, would make sense then, actually. Well, it, it it was it was again another example of it being too clever, and they might have thought in the writing room this is like gonna throw people off the scent. Um, it's a very clever move, but retroact they didn't think forward and think no, they're just gonna piss people off. Um, there was a lot that pissed me off about this in the end. It's based on, I mean, you don't know this, but it's loosely based on the whole show is based on the visions which is a comic, mm. House of M, uh, which is an X-Men comic, and then a bit of, some I think it's called the White Vision story. Um, I haven't read White Vision. I've not read House of M. I went to read the Visions, but I didn't like it, so I stopped. But it's wrote by a guy called Tom King, who um, he can write some really original stories, but in my opinion, he, he never sticks the landing. And it was just the same in this. I feel right. like they really Tom King's the whole uh, TV show. Um, I've got so many notes here. It's so confusing <laughs> to look at where to go here, honestly. If we go, this is what we'll so just... So did you, we'll... like, all the way throughout, were you sort of down on it? Or did you sort of, like... Because I'm looking at the, the episode lists now, mm. and I was really down on it at first. I was like, I'm not watching this every week. I think if there'd have been another episode, like the first two, in three and nothing would have happened again i think i would definitely have given up 
Yeah, like, no, I'm, I'm, I, I, think I completely understand I'm looking that. At, I don't know what happened in Now in Colour, like, just off the top of my head. But obviously it goes to Colour. I assume this is the bit... Is this the one where she she gives birth and obviously Monica Rambo turns out to be someone else she, she, she's, she's realised and she fires her out or whatever it is? Is that the end yeah, of episode yeah. three? Yes. I suspect it was. Right, that's when it kicks in for me. So you've waited three episodes for something to proper happen. That's the way I look at it. That's a long time. It is. TV. No, it is. And like it I'm is. looking back, I'm thinking... That talent show episode, like, yeah, it's cheesy and it's fun, but what the fuck? What, what <laughs> have I just watched? It was. I know with the chewing gum and everything. It was just bizarre to watch. I, I sort of, I would, I think this series could be split in three chunks. It's it's nine episodes. I think you could split it in three chunks. I really do. I'm looking at the first three and going. Waste the time up until the very end. And then the next three is when it proper adds me. And I was like, this is actually boss. And I'm loving this, even though I am confused as fucking buggery. Like, I am totally engaged now. I loved the Halloween episode. I loved yeah. the um, We Interrupt This Program episode. And I, I, I'm not... What happened in, on a very special episode? Is that just when the neighbours start like acting out? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and they and the kids uh, grow up randomly. Yeah, yeah. So again, really like. And they that get episode. the dog. And then after the Halloween episode, you get that fourth war one. I hated that. I hated uh, that episode uh, beyond belief. I get why they were doing it because it, it it mimics. Uh, God, what's the name of it now? I can't think. Of Malcolm in the Middle or something. Yeah, or that's the one. Um, but I hated it. I was like, I was so engaged after that Halloween episode. I was like, oh my God, I really fucking like that. And even then, when I was like, obviously I sort of guessed that the Easter eggs that they were dressed in their costumes and stuff. Really nice yeah. touch. And stuff like that. When I was reading up about the episode afterwards, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I really like that. That's, that's clever. But then that episode deflated me. And I mean, I think it stays deflated up until the end, which is a shame. Yeah, I'm, I I completely see where you're coming from on this, and I I agree. I I feel a lot of a lot of the fan. Did you read much of the fan theories that no, were happening online? I sort of heard people talking about them. So I, I had heard the multiverse one, um, but obviously, like. I'm not like massively into you know me like I I would have liked to, them to have gone in that direction I think because obviously it's something new and obviously they could do all sorts with it essentially and they could bring X Men in which you know as much as I complain about how many X Men films there's been I think putting X Men into the Marvel universe would be fucking boss, um, but I I don't know much about the fan theories to be fair. Um, there was uh, like everything people were like saying uh, Magneto is going to come into it because you've got both Quicksilver and Wanda and those children. Um, it, uh, there's a character called Mephisto, is it? Mephisto was, was supposed to um, come into it or something like that. Yeah, he's like he's a he's essentially like Satan, <laughs> and right. he's just like he plays tricks on. He is more commonly he is in a lot of X Men books. Um, I, I think I'd read one thing where when it was like she started turning Agatha Harkness 
and there was a point in it where she says my husband or something who you never see and then someone said that there was like a fly on a window in one one episode this is one yeah, of the there things was. I'd read afterwards and they were like that's Mephesta <laughs> whatever his name is. I was my, like, oh I, my I, God. I, I had a straws a little bit that this fly on a window symbolizes Mephesto. No, I had a mate message me going, you see the rabbit? I'm like, yeah. And he went, and he went that's Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> why? And it's because I was like, why? And he went, well, why? He went, she puts the rabbit in a cage. Why would you put a rabbit in a cage? He went, fucking, so he doesn't <laughs> run away. <laughs> Oh, and rabbits in cages. And yeah, <laughs> doing wild rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> Does he know they're kept as pets, right? It's just it, it's just bizarre, but people were making up these mad theories and mad stories because they could fit what was going on. Into and they were all bet and they were all better than what came out. And this is what I I listened to the creators, I listened to the writers. Uh, there were some things that got said. Uh, that were completely fake news. Like um, Kevin Feige allegedly said that there was going to be hour-long episodes. This has been disputed that he ever said there was be hour-long episodes. There's also um, there was a bit of flack because uh, Elizabeth Olsen apparently said that there's going to be one massive cameo in the season finale that's going to be as big as Luke Skywalker in mm. the end of Mandalorian, and she never said that. She was asked, is there anything you're excited about? And she said, yes. And they said, in the season finale. And she went, yes, I'm very excited about this season finale. And then they editorialized it to say, uh, yeah, that she's excited. So no, there was never anything big, that big going to happen. Trump People was just... right. The media is awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was like cameos and extra long episodes were all fake news. Um, but it didn't help, but the fact that at the end of the day, even I'm watching it going, right, so I reckon Agatha, this was about episode six, I was Mm. like, I reckon Agatha wants the kids, because Agatha has helped them seem to support her in every point, if you look back, of her having kids, even from episode one or two, like saying, how are you going to spice it up in the bedroom? How are you going to do this? You know, like... She's so in my head. I'm thinking Agatha needs them to have kids for some reason. Mm. She'll need the kids, and that will play into something. And will those kids go on to be future characters? Um, and I was looking at it from that point of view. So for then it all to come back to, oh, I just like I'm a witch vampire. It's just boring. I was mm. just like, so there's no point in the kids. There's no point in half in like nearly all of this. And then the other bad guy you've got, who no one is talking about, uh, Haywood, the military man who is trying to get uh, Vision working again for the army. And he reckons if he can go in there, kill that Vision with his Vision, um, then they're allowed and get rid of Wanda, who's the only person who would probably oppose Vision being used or, or would have control over him. They'll have Vision in the military. Mm. And... He like he shot at kids. He um, he was just generally a nasty ass bastard. He he spread fake news as well, and he's completely forgotten about. It's just like they just drive a truck into him and he's arrested and he's gone. Mm. And there was a lot like that with characters in this. Like take um, I've got her down as Proton because that's what people reckon she's going to be called 
Monica Monica Rambo, yeah. Monica Monica Rambo. Um she at the end she's just like runs in, we see some more of her powers that she can absorb bullets and what have you, and then that's it, she doesn't really do anything else. And it just felt at the end it was like all this slow building to really fast and, a lot... and stupid. A f- way of yeah wrapping it all up almost yeah i know i know what you mean like i, w- I wasn't like bowled over by much in that series finale like which i think is a shame because as i say it sort of got to episode six and even though it was a really slow start i, I was like i was excited about watching each week like at that point like i was i was l- loving the fact that it was confusing me and i was having to go away and like research like oh i wonder what that bit was about or what that was a bit bit was about and then like obviously you get the 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 well i suppose it's supposed to be a twist but i think you could tell something was going on with that agatha i mean i don't i, I can't remember wh- whether it's in the episode where she turns and the kids go like she's quiet or something mm. do you get what i mean and yeah, you yeah. know you know from that point you, you know she's going to be like the villain essentially that that was like the tease of that bit, and then, but like obviously when it got revealed, like, oh this is Agatha Harkness. Like, forgive me for my noobism here, but I was so underwhelmed. I really was. Like I researched it. I was like, who's Agatha Harkness? Am I supposed to know who she is? I didn't know who she was. She's just. Some I reckon witch a lot of people didn't. Who's, spo- who's like, obviously in the Scarlet Witch, you know, comics and stuff like that. I do get that. Like, but I'm not going to know every character. And I wasn't excited about that reveal. Like, I felt like I didn't know. And obviously, you'll have to tell me this. Like, when that happened, were you excited? Because, like, you're like into more comic book stuff. You might have knew who she was. I was not excited at all. I was like, who's this bitch? No, I didn't. I didn't know who she was. And I don't really think she's that well-known a character either. Um so I think it was a. I personally liked that twist that it was Agatha. Um, I didn't that mind was it being the... Agatha, but I just felt like the Agatha Harkness part of it. I just I didn't I didn't really get. But then I, I I put that down to the fact that I just do not know this character, and sometimes that that could be a good thing. And she played it well. I don't know the actress who plays her. I think she played it really well. But I just thought it wasn't a big enough sell to people who don't know the comics. Yeah, it was... Um, it's Again, that's why it needed to have more... She needed to have more of a better motivation than... This is Agatha. Well, who's Agatha? Well, Agatha is a witch who has read... Who played... Plays in the dark arts and sucks magic from other people. Mm. But here is the thing: Why does she suck magic from other people? What What's she been doing this entire time? Mm. I don't. I still don't know anything about her. Yeah. And I and I don't care. And it got it was really annoying that at the at the end of that episode, she gets like it just turns into she has a car thrown at her. Uh, Vision fights Vision, and there's a massive like Superman versus Superman fight in the in the sky. And I was really dismayed because it sounds weird, but I thought at the end of all this, we're just going to get into superhero fighting. Mm. And I feel like we are owed so much more. That's why I kind of liked it when Vision used logic on Vision and was just talking to him about essentially Theseus' ship 
but I've always used preferred the uh, classic tale of Trigger's Broom, where Trigger from Only Fools and Horses have been using the same broom for 20 years, <laughs> but it's only had 36 handles and 22 heads. Now, is it, this, is it the same broom, Trigger? Is it the same broom? And they have that conversation. That was really good. I liked that. Um, cause, but I just didn't really see much of the point in the fighting. And then I liked it when she puts her runes on the side of the wall so that only she can control yeah, the magic. Yeah, I liked that. That was, that good was very fight. good. And that almost, I was like, right, so that's why they're having a big epic battle. Because really she's setting up a clever chess move here of, well, I'm going to win. But it still felt like in this entire battle, there was conversations that needed to be had. Why is Monica Rambo? why is the DNA changed? And no one's talking about it. Like mm. they, they were aware of it, but now they're not bothered. Why is, um, what is she in Sokovia now? At the end, was that meant to be Sokovia where she is? Or is she in um, Alaska or Canada? Um, yeah, I, I feel like they threw... Um, uh, this is probably a bugbear a, a little bit as well for, for me. Mainly because like when I was researching, I was expecting maybe a bit more. But then again, again I don't know whether that's just because like, I don't know the comics. I didn't know whether these were things that I'm supposed to go like, Oh, shit! Do you know what I mean? But obviously, hmm. for me, I don't know. So, like, I'm just going, oh, right, okay. Um, yeah, it's not like a Spider-Man like, moment. The, the There's two, nothing in the that. The two in kids, that... like, are obviously characters who I didn't yeah. know either. Um, Monica Rambo turns into a character. I actually, <laughs> and this is going to sound like, oh, Gaz, you noob. But I, when she came through and had, like, the, like, glowing eyes, because at that point, I was still like, oh, shit, X-Men are coming into it. I thought she was going to turn into fucking Storm or something. And I was like, oh, yeah. shit, here we go. And then I researched is... I was like, oh, I'm so far off. <laughs> this is... <laughs> but this is what I mean. People like this would have been a perfect time to bring mutants into the into the, into the world of Marvel. Mm. And it'd be a perfect storyline. She mutates everyone's DNA with a <laughs> magic. And you, there you go. You've got uh, X-Men and already kind of a community of people. So... There was stuff to play on. It's, it's just, it's just the some of the choices were original and brave, but others were too smart and weird and bad. Um, I mean, let's talk about. I mean, if we're gonna, if actually, if we carry on with the inconsistencies at the end, so White Vision just flies off. Yeah, I mean, I assume that is leading because, like, obviously, he basically gives him all his memories and blah 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 to white vision will just be like normal vision but with no color on his body if unless he decides to put color on his body but it's still like because it's better than him flying off and that's it it would have been nice to see something like where he is why is he not with Wanda if he's got all his memories back and his vision why is he not with Wanda now mm. so i would have liked something to and does she not wonder where the other vision is, the body of her husband that she was so bothered about at the beginning of the show so, to the point where she like had a breakdown and stole his body? She's now not bothered about it at all, like where mm. it is, what it's doing, even though she knows it's <laughs> it's flying around. It, it's so, it, I don't know, there's, there's just some mad inconsistencies and I, I just felt, feel like a lot was... 
built up and then not done with. Like, the commercials all had, like, a subtle meaning to each one, but people were going, like, do they all together mean one thing? And then, mm. again, is it being too clever? Why put them in if they don't mean too much anyway? It's, yeah. It, it's... Attention to detail. I guess the only thing I could take from the adverts was at that point you were watching it through the set, weren't you? I suppose. Yeah. That's what the sort of gimmick was. And then that at one point just stops. Uh, You don't, it's not really the one division that it was at the start because, you know, I think potentially from after the Malcolm in the Middle episode, you, you don't have any of that. Um, and obviously that is quite late into it, but you know what I mean. It's like it—it it felt like they just. It, I, I get what they were trying to do with that because even like the research girl. Again, I'm fucking terrible with names when I don't know who they are very well. But uh, uh, I, I don't know who it is. I'm not going to get it. Uh, but whatever it is, like she's watching it through the box. It's it's a show that she's putting out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Because of that, it would have adverts. So I do get why there was adverts, and the adverts were sort of just Easter eggs, weren't they? They were just like a, a little quick That's two minutes, point. like something in the Marvel universe links to this. It was just, it was just all. I don't know. I feel like I'm repeating myself. It's just too, uh, too clever. Yeah, um, I, I think that the other thing we should talk about because everyone keeps like, and again, this might be just my naivety here, but everyone was sort of like, "Oh, there's two, there's two things at the end. Make sure you watch them." Well, I did. Yeah. Whoop de do. Like, what? <laughs> what am I supposed to take from them? Like, um, I get Monica Rambo's one is sort of a nod to, like, she's going to space or something. Or she's... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is that what it was? Yeah, but yeah, but she's, do you know where she's going? No, I haven't got a fucking clue. So, at the end of... Did you watch Spider-Man Far From Home? Yeah. I don't... I weirdly think that we talked about Spider-Man Far From Home, and I think you didn't I watched it. Watch. It's the one with... Mif- What's his name? Begins yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I he think... had those stupid fucking flying droids that I hated. I think you didn't watch the end credit scene. I with I don't know why. What was the end credit scene there? Well, well one you of them, tell me why it, it it's one such of a big them like oh shit. Because that, that Nick wasn't Nick Fury me. Nick Fury now has a, has a spaceship right that orbits Earth and so, he's yeah, monitoring everything space, on Earth. That's what I said. So she's going to that spaceship. She's not going to space. She's going to that spaceship. I sort of thought it would be Nick Fury. It is Nick Fury. No, and, but uh, I mean in the end scene, seeing as everyone was talking about yeah, it. Yeah, so I was. Unless he's just not. We found like, oh, he, he just doesn't come to earth anymore. Scroll or whatever they're called. Did I get that right? Yeah, we got a scroll. Yeah, we got a scroll. Fucking yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it was. That was. Yeah, that's just uh, hinted at. She's going to go up there, but we won't find out. I don't know when we next find out anything about that. So what and is the, the following... next thing? Well, the next thing, you've got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is in two weeks. Is that a which... series? That's a series, but you've got to remember that uh, Baron Von Z- Baron Zemo, who's going to be in this, who's the bad guy, who's the bad guy from Civil War, he's from Sokovia. So if she's gone to Sokovia mm. and he is in Sokovia still, there will be a, like a link between the two shows. Uh, 
that they mm. could play with. Whether they do, I don't know, because they didn't play with any fucking obvious links in this one. I'm not um, looking forward to that. I'm just going to put either. that out there. I just think I'm... it's going to be like really basic action shit. I think it could be cringy, but we'll see. Um, and then the other thing as well is she's using a spectral... She's giving an astral projection. So I'm reading this book that she's not meant to read. What if I wrote, if I wrote it down anywhere? The book of... Did I not write this down? What it's called? Oh, here we go. Oh, more notes. Um, the Darkhold book. And it's meant to be the bit, the bad, bad, worst book in the Marvel Universe. Um, people have pointed out that if you watch a Doctor Strange film, and there's a scene where there's like all these ancient books behind him that are locked away that contain dark magic. There's one empty. Ah, uh, and that's uh, obviously... So people are saying it? It, this must be the book. Um... And yeah, that she can. She's studying that book while she's making a cup of tea, which already shows she's stronger than Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange can only do astral projection when he's asleep. So mm. she can do it and still function and make a cup of tea. So she's very, very powerful. Is she. Is, is the Scarlet Witch anything like the Phoenix Forces in X Men where it's another personality or another being that took over her body? Is that what she saw when she looked into the Mind Stone and the kind of, like, origins of her that they flashed back to when she looks into Loki's staff and it teleports her straight to the stone, which gives her the powers, and she sees... It looks like she sees herself, that silhouette of herself. Is that Mm. her from another dimension is that her from the future or is that the spirit of the scarlet witch that goes into her which in the comics at the moment they're playing with the idea that there's always been a scarlet witch throughout history um there's loads of stuff there to play with that's great i get that for an end credit scene because it opens up so much what's more annoying though is that we still haven't got answers to other things so i don't want to be asking these questions i don't feel that motivated to quit to chase the answers to these because i've still not got answers to the other ones Mm. at all i mean and there's little things like why did she say to the kids thanks for choosing me eve even picked up on that and she went what kind of a weird sentence is that thanks for choosing me she had kids she didn't yeah. find them somewhere. So what does she know that we don't know? Why do we not know? And obviously, oh. I, I get the thing with that uh, scene at the end was that that's her kids' voices. So she's obviously either trying to get them back or there's something yeah. in that somewhere. That obviously, obviously. So, but there then, is... like, obviously, so are they? I mean, essentially, the, there isn't another one division, is there? So, as far as I know. No, no, there's not another one so now. It's That's gonna it. be That's why we're doing this podcast. Thing somewhere down the road. Well, the next films that we have coming up are Black Widow, which is set before this. Oh, yeah. Um, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, which probably won't be linked to this at all um, and could be set before it. And then Eternals. Now, Eternals is set probably thousands of years ago, technically hundreds of years ago, and deep in space. So again, won't we we've got won't see anything affect this in ages. So this was a really good opportunity for Marvel to go, here's some things we're playing with. Like how they did in Avengers where they just put Thanos smiling at the end before it went off, and even though he wasn't in the whole film. Mm. Brilliant, perfect little little ooh what's to come. They've done it with this, but they've just left so much more that they could have done. Um 
I've wrote down here, did she get punished? So think about it. She was torturing those people. Burman, she had a breakdown. She was indirectly doing it. But she tortured all those people for ages. Um, they come forward in the final episode and see everything they've gone through. There's a woman like, will you let my child out of the bed? In a, early, in the Halloween episode, you see Vision going to the outer, outskirts where her magic's weaker. And people are stuck in loops and stuff like that. Mm. Um, at the end, she comes out. Everyone's scared of her. They won't approach her, but they're all staring at her. And then Proton, Monica Rambo is like, I probably would have done the same. It's like, would you though? Would you really have done that? And she's like, they won't understand the sacrifice you made. What did she sacrifice? Her, her kids never existed. And her husband was already dead. What did she sacrifice? Nothing. <laughs> and you've just let her fly away. And all these people now have PTSD for the rest of their life. It's... <laughs> I didn't even give that a second thought, you know. I just but, thought yeah, the, the no, con I, it was I'm, so... I'm sort of seeing where you're coming from with this. Like... <laughs> there's, a, there's a total lack of consequence from this massive epic nine-episode story of a woman taking over a town and then 2.5 kilometres of it. But everything has no consequence. Agatha the Witch is given like a Doctor Who punishment where uh, your mind's going to be wiped and you're going to be forced to be Agnes forever. No consequence. No yeah. one ever, that's it, done, gone. Don't find out why she existed, really. Don't need to, gone. Uh, Ralph Boner. Yeah, wasn't Quicksilver. with was some dude called Ralph Boner. End of, <laughs> no consequence. Kids, gone, no consequence. Vision, gone, no consequence. White Vision, flew off. We don't know what happened. No consequence. Bad guy, um, Hayward, arrested. No consequence. Well, that is Proton. a consequence. Well, yeah, but that's it, he's gone, <laughs> that's it. It's just like... He just needed to be arrested, and that's it. We don't find out anything more. Like, who was he working for? Hydra, you know? Was he working for yeah, someone but I else? Suppose, like, in a way, like, Marvel have always done this and left things open because then they can play with it again further down the road. So it's I do, I don't, I don't think they were ever going to close every single avenue off. Look, close one avenue. Just do <laughs> one thing. It, there was no consequences to the end of this. The only thing that's come out of all of this that we've got to the end of is uh, Wanda now knows she's a Scarlet Witch, which she always, always been to us because of the comics. Um, and Vi Vision might be back, but he might not be back. And and that and we know a bit more about what how Wanda and Vision fell in love. Hmm. That's about it. Like, I mean, what else did you did you did you take from all of this? Well, I just took a lot of confusion for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, mean, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, right? I, I, you sound like you really didn't like it. Like, and, I actually did enjoy it for most for the most part. Like I've I've given you my bugbears about the fact that the first two episodes felt a little bit useless, and I think the only thing I would change is that either they should have just done, you know, like when the kids grow up really fast, maybe they should have done mm. that at the start as well, where it skips through a couple of timelines and then gets to now in colour a bit faster maybe, and then has like a bit something bigger happen, um, mm. or. Yeah, if if even if they'd have released them all at the same time, I think it, potentially it might have made more sense. But um, and then I just thought 
it teetered off towards the end. But I did I did enjoy the series. Like it's weird. Like it's not it's not one I could imagine going back to a lot, if if at all. Hmm. But I enjoyed it. I know, but I enjoyed it like imagine like a treasure hunt. You do like a really fun treasure hunt. And at the end, the treasure is just like a, a Diet Coke. <laughs> it's just like, it's not, it's nothing, it's nothing really major. Not even full but, fat Coke at the end. Not even full fat Coke. It's just, I was just well, that, the That jerk. is when you know your parents ate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when they get your Diet Roller Cola. Not even branded. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just, I just felt like the journey of the mystery was really fun, but the answer was crap. And then because the answer was crap, it retroactively ruined the mystery. So I think I would rewatch this again and I'd be disappointed. And the things that were fun for me aren't fun anymore because mm. the things where I was going like, ah, what what does that mean? Doesn't mean that. I know that for a fact now. And actually that doesn't mean... Like in the, in the very first or second episode, we at the very end, we see that someone is watching the show. And that is like, oh, who's watching the show? And I think that's when alarm bells should have gone off a bit because mm. then a couple later we found out it's the, just the military are watching it. It's like, oh, so no one's making her do this show against her will for their entertainment. Someone has just stumbled upon this show. And I felt like that's what the whole show was, people stumbling into things like, oh, I just... Hi, my name's Agatha. I stumbled upon you having a complete mental breakdown and I want to steal your magic. Hello, I'm uh, I'm Monica Rambo. I just stumbled into your hex and I've gained powers. There was no actual linear driving force of these people. They're just haphazardly walking into scenarios. Mm. And it, I think all together, when you get to the end, it kind of ruined the journey a bit. It, I mean, when I take into account as well, this is the most expensive TV series of all time ever. Like... Something ridiculous. Um, how much has been spent on this? Uh, one's a vision budget. Let me just have a look. And he takes account the acted $25 million went into this. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> $25 million. I mean, and I, you, I didn't get And he still had like, kids. I suppose it's a Marvel film spread out over episodes. So. It was always going to be expensive for what they need to do with it, and it's not like mm. Disney don't have money. No, yeah, yeah. So, like, but for twenty five million, you could get be better kid actors. But I know what you mean. It's like, was the payoff worth it? I suppose. But you could say that about a lot of things. Like, I know, but it's cost it's that it, much money. I mean, this has been sort of going on for a lot longer than One Division. I mean, I remember when Waterworld came out. And everyone just <laughs> lost the plot because of how much that cost. Um, should we talk about the main star was um, obviously Elizabeth Olsen, who played about five characters in this. Um, because she just had to do Wonder with Memory Loss in the, six, in the 60s sitcom, Wonder with Memory Loss in the 70s sitcom, Wonder kind of knowing what's going on. Wonder, but she had to just do every facet, every version of Wonder under the sun throughout this entire season, and she nailed it out the park. Yeah, she uh, was. Look, uh, as much as like I have grumbles about the way it was maybe 
a little bit too slow at the start. The actual concept of it, I thought, was quite clever. Like, the fact that, you know, we're getting a different sort of era of sitcom every single week. I did quite yeah. enjoy that aspect to it. Um, and I think from both um, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen, they played those parts so, so well. Like, mm. there was a real affection to, like, an era of sitcom that was on display, you know, you, when when you sort of were watching it through um, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I thought that, that part of it, them playing those characters, was actually really clever. And I, I, I reckon for them, like, what an opportunity that is. You, you're obviously, you're almost pigeonholed into a superhero character once you accept that thing. To be able to do this with those characters, that must be like... You don't get to do that. You know, imagine, like, Robert Downey Jr. really playing Iron Man, but doing, like, different... It just wouldn't... It it never would happen, would it? No, no. So I think that aspect of seeing these characters in different ways was actually really, really good. But, um, yeah, they I thought they were brilliant. And I I, I can't, as I say, remember the name of the person who played Agatha. As much as I know I'm complaining about... Maybe um, it wasn't a big enough character for me to be the villain, but she played it so well. I thought she was amazing. Like obviously, again, it's like you're saying it's almost like they play different characters every week. Catherine Hahn, Catherine Hahn, you might know her for because I'm rewatching it at the moment. She is in Parks and Rec as is she. Uh, she's in Parks and Rec for one season because she plays. The when the she's, uh, Leslie's trying to get elected for city councillor, and Paul Rudd is the son of the of Sweetums Factory, and he's running for it as well. She's his election campaign oh, manager. I do not remember that. She's in it loads, but she's great in that as well. Like yeah. she just play. She I feel plays like about... I have seen her in something before, and it's been really, really good. And I can't she's done a lot. What it is. She was in the Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. She's been Step Brothers, I think. Maybe as it's Anchorman. Um, she's in Step Brothers. I remember, and she's um, the bigger guys. Um, the woman, she's someone's wife who keeps hack uh, getting with John C. Riley. Mm. Um, yeah, she's just done. She's done a lot, and she's very, very good. And I thought she, I thought she was great. Like I, I'm going to complain all day that it wasn't a big enough sell that character, but she as that character was actually really, really good. I'd, I'd get that out the way. I'm not dismissing mm. her as playing it. I, so like I thought of all the people aside from Wonder and Vision, she's obviously going to come out of this with the most like credit because I actually thought she played it really, really well. Yeah. I, I, I mean, she played it, she played it boss. And I loved, like, because she had to break the fourth wall. And I loved the whole Agatha all along. She hammed it up to that, mm. um, which was great. And I loved, like, the little references of her being a witch to, like, the Wizard of Oz and stuff like that. Um, it's just, like you said, I feel like if I had to name who's the villain in WandaVision, I'd say Wonder. I think Agatha was just... Like, trying to Agatha trying to take the magic from the most powerful witch in the universe, as far as we've been told, who could destroy the world. That kind of makes her a good guy in my book. Um, <laughs> I love that. Um, what's it his, on its head, Job Haywood. 
wanted to just use Vision for military purposes. Has Haywood been in the series before? No, he's never been in before. I don't think he was very good. Haywood, yeah. mm, I thought it was was like like bad agent by numbers. It was so reined in. <laughs> it, it didn't fit. I didn't get like that sort of like, oh, I hate that guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it was just so wooden. Um, He was he was quite forgettable and I wouldn't have called him the main I'm bad guy. I'm glad he got arrested. I hope he never comes back. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's just... I thought I, 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 the only other characters I suppose we can talk about in regard to like performance is Monica Rambeau, um, Jimmy Woo, I suppose. The Jimmy Woo? Oh, Jimmy Woo was not in this enough. I love his... I love his that character. And I want to see a Jimmy Woo solo TV show where it's like the X-Files, but it's him sorting out weird Marvel stuff. I'd love that. <laughs> Jimmy Woo's, you know, Jimmy Woo's spooky detective agency or whatever. It'd be fucking great. I think we'll work on that name. <laughs> uh, hey, mate, you're talking about a franchise that's currently got the Multiverse of Madness and Quantum Mania as titles. Um, yeah. What have I got? Have I missed anything? It's, oh, yeah. Here we go. Well, you kind of touched on it before. What was your best episode and what was your worst episode? Uh, probably the Halloween episode for me. I, I I really liked that one. I loved the sort of like Easter eggs that went through it. I felt like it was one of the ones where like more stuff happened. I, I remember at the end of episode six thinking, this is boss. I'm so glad I stuck with it at the start because now this is it till the end. And it, yeah. it was, I'm gutted in a way. Because it built me up to that moment, and the next episode was the one I probably liked the least. Maybe it was because I'd hit such a high, and then came into this episode where it was like they were talking to the camera, and I just didn't like that one. So if you're asking me for a favourite and a worst, uh, to just embellish on the question slightly, it would be the Halloween episode, and it would be the Malcolm in the middle type one. I don't even have to answer. I don't have to answer my own question now because that that's word for word verbatim what I would have said. It's It was genuinely that. The Halloween episode was the best one and then the following one. I, I, I never liked that uh, Malcolm in the Middle. So I, I, I've, I've, ne- I never, I've never really watched it, so I'm not going to comment on whether it's shit I or liked not, it but... and I didn't like it. But I never put, actively put it on. If it was on, I'm a mate to watch it. I watched it, but I didn't actively put it on. But yeah. it didn't suit... I got why they did it, but I hated the whole speaking directly to the camera thing. It was a bit weird, and it just, yeah, that that whole episode was so slow, considering what it left us on. It's weird as well, because there was actually a lot going on, it felt like, in that episode. Like, that's obviously the one where he goes to, like, the edge of the wall and stuff. Yeah. And, like, obviously you're thinking, that should be, like, really cool, but... Even I, I even think like even if it was just her speaking to the camera, but then when Vision was speaking to the camera, so I was like, "What?" And I know he says something like, "Why am I doing this?" or something at the end of his when he sat outside on you know outside the van, yeah. was it or whatever? The yeah, hell that van flies. was the circus van. Yeah, but like I don't know. I was just like that. It felt like a waste of time in that episode. Yeah. 
the, yes, it did. I felt there was a lot of wasted time, and they even make out that that they're struggling to get back to Wanda in time because mm. they're getting held up along the way. And in my head, I was thinking, he can fly, you can drive around that. There's about a million things. You're both not under mind control. Or is this an illusion that is just affecting your brain? But either way, it just comes across as time-wasting and it's really fucking annoying. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, feel like, I feel like I've shit on this a lot. Um, I, I think it's tr- a difficult one to, to round up in a way because oh, I, I know I've already sort of briefly said, but if we were going to rate it, say, if this is where we're getting on to, it's so difficult because, like... I would say the first two episodes for me are a six. Liked it, would never go back to it. Felt a little bit like a waste of time, but still enjoyable to to sort of watch as one-offs, I suppose. And then from then, I'd say you get a few eights where it starts tickling you and starts like saying like, oh, you know, this is what's sort of going on. And then with the Halloween episode... Uh, I felt like that was a, like a strong nine, and then it just peters off again. So I'm I'm thinking, I mean, I hated the fourth wall episode. I'd probably give that a five, and then maybe the last two, maybe sevens. And so it's it's probably one of the least consistent TV series as I've ever watched. Uh, yeah, I've, I've literally. It was so up and down for me. It started with a real massive down, then it sort of like peaks, and then it really tethered off again. So, I think if I was to sort of round it all up and average everything, I guess it would come out sort of like a high six, low seven. Yeah, it's it, it's <laughs> it's it's hard. You've, you've I hadn't thought about it till you said, but it is highly inconsistent mm. because it's so all over the place, creatively, thematically, uh, tonally, cinematog- in in the cinematography and everything. There's so much going on. The theme tune changes every fucking week, for God's sake. It's, it's I guess just... it would be inconsistent, and that sort of fits with like what was going on in her head. Like you know, every every week was a different episode of something, I guess. So it's yeah, always going to be inconsistent, but. It's whether the enjoyment level stays yeah. consistent, I suppose. And I'd it, give it, it a didn't. seven. Yeah. I'd give it a seven. I, yeah, it's, I think it, seven's fair. I think I think if I was to give it six, I'd feel really harsh, actually, the more I think about it. But, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think seven. I, my, my biggest worry with this, and this is why I like doing this pod, by the way, because it's only through talking this out with you I can like go venture further through my thoughts. But maybe what we're seeing here is Disney saying that they're going to lean more into the TV as well as the films and tell some of the Marvel Universe through the TV. But maybe we're seeing them realize that they can't tell too much because if they do, they're going to ostracize and lose some people to it because it, if, if I'm going to see Infinity War and there's people sat in the cinema who haven't seen all the Avengers films these people are not going to be watching WandaVision on Disney Plus mm. so to make massive huge changes to the MCU i.e. introduce mutants or introduce a big major character like the Fantastic Four that was another thing that was be- mm. being hinted at um Maybe they've realised that even though they they kind of play that oh we could do that in our TV shows <laughs> uh, they won't 
because it's too but much of a. Wouldn't people just get bored of the TV shows then? Because like, yeah, I think if this is what it was, it was it was enjoyable. As I've previously said, I probably wouldn't go back to it. I don't really see any need to. I know that's. You know, it's very soon after it, so will I feel different in 10 years? I don't think I will, but, you know, you never know, I suppose. But then the next one that comes out is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Now, if that is action by numbers, like, look, I hope they surprise everyone with this because I think all the run-up to it, everyone feels like it. I've not spoke to a single person who has said, I'm really, really looking forward to this. I think they're going to get it right. So maybe because our expectations are so low, it's going to be the one that really knocks it out of the park. I don't know. But yeah. if, if then that is like six teetering on seven, I'm going to be in danger of whenever the next TV series comes out of going, well, I can't be arsed now because these TV well, series you, are not You say that. this, you say this, but the next one after that's Loki. All right, well, they'll have me with that. <laughs> yeah, you'll watch that. And I'm sorry, Tom Hiddleston will not let anything happen to that character. That He he's, he, he loves that character. But again, so I, like, I like these characters. Like, I'm not... It's not like I don't like these characters. I do Yeah, but like I'm saying Tom... But I'm my saying problem Tom will... with it is, is that if, 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 say, the Loki TV series uses that character but doesn't take it anywhere or sort of, like just has like these vague storylines that then they shut down at the end of it anyway. It's going to... It's well, Okay, well, what have I gained from it other than just seeing Loki a few more times? Well, That's look, my we don't issue. know yet. We don't know. I, I mean, here was the thing. that This was like... People thought that this was Wanda playing with reality. And then Loki was going to be about Loki playing with alternative timelines. And because they're messing about with such stuff like reality and alternative timelines, Doctor Strange comes in and goes, whoa, multiverse of madness happening right now, guys. What is going on? And that, and it's kind of like a catalyst for everything going on. But from this, we haven't seen much of what I just said, her messing with reality um, too much. And I, I, I'm now not holding my breath completely for, on Loki doing the same. Mm. And... I wrote down, after I wrote all these notes of me, like, both criticising and praising, even though you might not have heard me praise it, I did, like, I liked some things. I liked the fact she got a proper suit at the end and it looked boss. I liked seeing um, her struggle with Pietro, like, as a child with the whole being stuck in the room with the, the, the bomb. That was intense. Seeing how she got her powers, seeing the love blossom between her and Vision, which, by the way, has... But the best meme ever came out, which was a vision turning to Wanda saying, but what is cheese if not milk persevering? Which I, <laughs> which I, I, I honestly, that that's, I want that on a t-shirt. I fucking love that. Um, but where was I going with that? Oh yeah. But at the end of all this, even though there's a load of good come from it, um, I did like a lot. There's a better show out there that's, just as brave, if not braver, and doing more. And it's called Doom Patrol. And that's the D- that mad DC one with Brendan Fraser as a robot. And, um, like, there's an, an invisible person who can't 
control when they're invisible and a blob who can't control when they're a blob and a, a girl with 86 different personalities each one has a superpower and in one episode they get stunk uh, they get stuck in an alternative universe which was found in a donkey now it's completely it's completely batshit crazy every episode but it works because it it boldly takes those steps and it, it whole asses them it does you know, we're going to do this properly we're going to make it so um in there's a, a sentient being in this and it's going to be a, a street and this street is sentient and is also it's bisexual and you're all going to live on this street for a little while and they do mad stuff like that in this i just didn't feel there was many risks taken they were like it's going to turn out to be agatha and she's who's agatha what can we make agatha oh she's just a rival witch and that that's it i just I mean, didn't that feel like one sounds ridiculous it is but it's good <laughs> it's it read the reviews it's in sketch mad reviews because it sticks to the flight path and it's it just goes for it all the way so the landing can be just as bold mm. i felt hesitation during this especially in episode uh seven or eight i felt hesitation and Ralph Boner is forever, for me, going to be the embodiment of that hesitation in this. Um, did you want to talk about anything else? I think we've covered a lot I think of it, we've to covered. be fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, what did you think? Don't forget to please write to us, talknerduk at gmail.com or in the comments down below. Don't forget to go visit the website, www.talknerdy.uk. There's all sorts of new trailers always being put on there, new blogs by guests, uh, blogs by me, um, podcasts when they get uploaded from Chris's Comics Podcast and I Tell Me Again podcast as well. And if you go on to Gaz, uh, little Meet the Team, if you click on Gaz's profile, you might see it says go and listen to Gaz's music there. What is your music, Gaz? It's like 90s skate punk, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bit of a mix of shite. But, but listen there. to it anyway. It's dead good. Yeah, it's all there for you. And yeah, just email us and tell us what you think. Uh, yeah, so I guess the next time we'll be doing this... Oh, actually, I'll tell you the next time we're doing something. It's coming up to our five-year anniversary, fella. Oh, so anniversary. I've got a little plan, which I'll speak to you after the, uh, we've Lovely. stopped to record. Uh, so yeah. I've been Jay. I've been Gaz. And we've been talking nerdy. Keep talking nerdy! Keep talking nerdy! Who's been messing up everything? It's been Agatha all along. Who's been pulling every evil string? Sparky too.